Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Monday you will be joining me, Eric Fung, and SG Budget Big Dawn on our weekly segment, Wise and Shine, where we leverage on the latest quirky happenings out there on the internet to answer many of your burning social and personal development questions. Yes, we all sick and tired of talking about money, so welcome back to Wise and Shine. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Out there. It actually success. Uh. It's not just your merit. Leh. We think it, when you succeed, it means you, you are capable, right? Eh? Mm. But maybe it's luck. Eh? Yeah. And right? maybe it's three tuition teacher. Leh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe you won that race because, you know, normally yeah. you're number two, but just happened number two that day got food poisoning. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh. Got- so that's why you win a lucky. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Wise and Shine. I'm your host, Reggie, a.k.a. Your Chief Financial Coconut. And I'm Don, SG Budget Babe. And today we have a special guest with us. Mm. Cliff, you want to introduce yourself? Sure, I'm Cliff. I'm a stay-at-home dad to two beautiful girls, uh, six and four, and... I will soon go back into the workforce. Yeah, yeah but slowly, slowly. Yeah, yeah. yeah Transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transition. So, so check probably... out our other episode, right? And then you, you get a you yeah, get a better that. idea <laughs> of like the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So but but today, um, I wanted to have the extended discussion, you know, from kind of from our previous episode, you know, about like should you quit your career for family and all that. Um, because recently I was on another show with Walid, right? So Tetaru Walid, best political podcast in Singapore. I shout out many times already. I hope he shouts out, uh, shouts out, uh, shouts out, shouts us out on his show. <laughs> <laughs> Walid, I love your show. Okay. Um, and he was saying that he was very annoyed that the the schools were giving gold medals to every kid. Right. In other words, uh, for sports day, right? for sports day, it's like gold medal for every kid. It's like very annoying. It's like then that means there's no loser, right? That means we're not teaching our kids how to fail, right? That means failure is no longer embraced, and on some level, we becoming lousier at failing, mm-hmm. right? So and that's why that's a genesis for today's episode. Should failure be rejoiced? You know, um. In that sense, yeah. I do think that's where society is going, right? And also mm. because like with lesser kids, each parent is becoming more protective of each kid. Mm. I mean, when you have 10 kids last time uh, versus now one or two, the attention you give them also very different, uh, right? Mm. So with very like less, smaller families now, we overly protect them, morally cuddle them to the extent whereby oh, you cannot even feel at sports day. must give, mm. see me, certificate. Uh. Mm. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, like, Thank you for participating, but hello, real life is not like that. Mm. Right? You're not going to get a certificate for just participating. And I think real life celebrates success, not mm. failure, sadly. And you're right, we're becoming the new generation. Mm. We're becoming weaker and worse. You feel at so dealing with failure. Interesting. What, what's yeah. your thought? Should failure be rejoiced? 
I, I, I use very specific words, yeah. Because so, I used to do triathlon before I have kids. Uh, and uh. the longest distance I've done is called an Ironman triathlon. Oh, so shit, you nice. swim 3.8k yeah. kilometers swimming, you bike 180, and then you run a marathon after. Okay? So they give you a finisher man. <laughs> So, so, because you finish to give a medal, right? I mean, some triathlon do too, right? So, so I do think that you shouldn't give a medal for participating if it's just showing up. But I do think that, you know, when I do triathlon, I never see myself, okay, I'm not the guy who's going to win, like, you know, in my age group or whatever. But I always see that if I accomplish something, even though I did not like, you know, if I'm like 150 spot, you know, the last place or whatever, I still finish. I, you know, for those races, for me, I still consider a win because I'm growing along the way. It does. And I think like the difference is that for this yeah. triathlon, not everyone can complete. I should, you know, I won't even get the finish. <laughs> Just show up. Yeah, but yeah. the sports day is different. Eh? Yeah, Hello. Yeah, you're right. That's oh, the difference, right? Every kid can do it, right? Yeah, 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 it's not yeah. like you're going to die. It's, it's the attendance, it. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real people can die from tri- tri- oh. all these triathlons. <laughs> yeah. So that's well, a different I, I thing. I say so dangerous. It's but, very yeah. different. But sports days. Yeah. And the bigger question is, aren't schools meant to be the safe place for kids to fail? Mm. and learn to fail mm. and if doing these things are hindering that process then where else do we want them to learn where to fail in real life uh? mm. it will be more painful fair 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 okay okay I, I, I get that I get that but when, when I stage the question right on, on rejoicing right, that means we're taking failure to a pedestal where you know uh, if you fail it should be celebrated you know or if you fail you should be recognized and uh, it should be like on some level embraced you know, and and I think that the nuance is here, right? The the nuance is, we recognize people for participating, but we refuse to let them recognize that they have failed. You, you know what I mean? Like we refuse to rank people, or uh, based on some objective standards, and and it becomes like, do we even recognize success versus failure anymore? Is that even important today? You I think know to what be I mean? very honest, it's very hard uh, to expect society to celebrate and rejoice in failure. Mm. Uh, it has to be down to the individual to embrace it. The family members, that's where family and parents can really help. And to be very frank, society only celebrates successes, mm. right? But I think the bigger question here is, can we reframe failure such that it doesn't have that negative stigma anymore? Mm. And we start recognizing mm. that people do need to fail and everyone is different. So everyone has different numbers of failures that they have to go through <laughs> in order to succeed, right? Some people need to fail more mm-hmm. than like, you know, they really do very well and they excel and they find their, their passion, where their sweet spot is. Other people just feel a little bit only learn very fast. So can we reframe it such that it's nothing to be embarrassed about? Yeah. I mean, the fact that the school is to give the medal shows that you're trying to you know, you're, you're, you're cuddling, yeah, exactly, right? right? You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, what if we could make it such that it's not embarrassing? Mm. That if you fail your PSLE, mm. then it's okay. It's more of what have you learned? What can you do to get better? I think, right, honestly, if I was a teacher, I used to be, right? But if I was like a principal of a school or something, how I would do it is I would, instead of always putting the attention and spotlight only on the success, you can also do on failure, because right? very embarrassing, the person may not like it. But getting, let's say, the even the successful people to reflect on what did you do that helped you succeed this time mm. and how will you replicate that? And then we may start to find out that hey, actually success, uh, it's not just your merit. Leh. We think it, when you succeed, it means you, you are capable, right? Eh? Mm. But maybe it's luck. Eh? 
Yeah, and right. maybe it's three tuition teacher. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you won't that race because you know normally yeah. you're number two, but just happened number two that day got food poisoning. Yeah, so yeah, stomach yeah, yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Got- so that's why you win a lucky. And yeah. if people will start to recognize the role of luck, which is real life as well, I think then failure not that bad, right? Bad mm. luck happens, ma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. I get it. How do you teach your kids then? Like how or how do you look at failure? I guess when I look at sports, failure for me is uh like you say, it's a learning opportunity. Like you look at what you're doing and you try to break it down like what is not working and you know, why like what action did I have that contribute to that failure and how can I improve it next time? Even for now, like if the funny things about my my kids or I guess more kids, like they know they understand their concept of medals. Or okay, maybe not that class <laughs> where everybody got a medal. But like, you know, you in order to get a medal, that means you're gonna win. Like so, so my six-year-old and my three-year-old run, right? Of course, my six-year-old runs much faster than my three-year-old, <laughs> and she was like, "I win, I won, I won," right? And so, and then actually now I'm training to do a triathlon in Perth because I it's a, it's called the World Transplant Games because I have a liver transplant when I was small. These are the 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 games is like for uh, transplant people, like Olympics for transplant people, right? Like lungs, liver, kidney, heart. Full marrow, you know, a mix of that, right? So, so I'm training for that, and and my six year old fine, like they now she understand, and she say, "Papa, are you gonna go win a medal?" And so I gotta explain to her, it's not about me just winning the medal, it's the deeper inside that, that you know, how hard I'm doing it, why I'm doing it, and do my best. And I think that is what you're getting at, right? You're getting at that, you know, just because you show up doesn't mean you should get a medal. Exactly. You gotta try it. And if you try, if you work hard at it, you know. That's what we want to see our kids to do, regardless of their capabilities, right? Mm. And and that is that's where the hard part is. How do you award someone who's trying? If you just look at like, oh well, your rank, you know, this in the beginning you're like this, then now you're like that. Then the guy who's run the fastest will just be just one of the slowest, and then and the, and the last one just just run as hard, and then like you know you know we call that sandbagging, right? You just make it easy for yourself, though you know you get you know. But that that's the hard part, right? Because you cannot. It's very hard to measure someone's trying other than one-on-one like just seeing like how they're doing and seeing their heart willing to try and i think that's what you're talking about you're mm. talking about like how do we it's growth it's yeah how do you how do we help our kids or help the next generation to try to to look you're right look at failure and not say that you know you are not a failure but rather this is a moment you did not do well let's see how you can improve better for the next time mm. right like what you said i think it's a lot more one-on-one yeah, so with hard. you know ai uh. right then we were talking we had <laughs> another episode where we talk about how maybe ai would take a lot of the teaching away so we'll move more into coaching and mentorship maybe that would help i think also it's really going back to shine the spotlight on success and make people realize that success is not just your marriage yeah yeah there's then, no self-made right yeah <laughs> it's not it's not <laughs> just your own thing you... okay exactly yeah, and then yeah, when yeah. people recognize that then the failure doesn't seem that bad anymore because you recognize that well i didn't have this factor or that so it's okay i then it's more on you know you having that honest discussion with yourself your trusted parents or loved ones or counselors and figuring out wh- what went wrong and what can mm. you do better so i think if we start to reframe that that will help but you know I mean, as a kid, right? What I really like, the best re- award that I love is this Aduesday Good Progress Award. Good Progress. Because it's tagged to how much you have improved, mm-hmm. not how good you are. You don't have to be first cl- in the class to get yes, that award. Yes, Shout uh, out to that. I think that's good. Exactly. Award. Yes. And I think that is 
a good way to help our kids improve because I mean we mm. all need that extra boost lah, right? And validation come when you're young, you just need and want to be validated. Uh, as we get older, we thing. also need validation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. It's that's not like a kid, kid, right? Yeah. To get to talk. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. that's why that's why we work hard. But especially yeah. for kids, I think like the process of improvement. I mean, we need to mm. focus back. And this whole podcast is also about personal development and growth, right? Mm. If we reward growth, I think that's crucial. Can I share uh, a movie I saw just? last week yes please it's, it's we about really talk about Japanese movies scene. I love that so there's a, there's a really old movie it's called Searching for Bobby Fischer I don't know have you heard of mm. it before it's about chess players so okay so Bobby Fischer is this very famous American chess player anyways so it's the, the story is about this boy Josh he's 7 years old chess prodigy like really good at playing chess can map out all the stuff so his father who is not a chess player saw this and took him to see a, a grandmaster teacher to train him Right, so this grandmaster say that you know you must show contempt to your enemies, your opponents. You must beat them. You must know you're better than them. You must hate them. And this seven year old boy say, but I don't hate them, you know. And and so this chessman say, if you don't do that, you'll lose. And so and so you know, here's this idea of like you have to win at all costs. You have to hate mm. the person you're fighting because if not, you they'll crush you. And so. In the last, okay, I'm going to do a spoiler. So if you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil it for you. But anyways, but in the last scene or the last couple of scenes, this uh, boy, Josh, he's facing this other, another boy who is brought up in a way to show contempt to his opponents, you know, making smirky face, you know, laughing at somebody when they make a mistake, right? Really look down on everybody. And Josh can picture the next couple of moves, he will beat him. So he sit there waiting, he sit there waiting. His coach was there. His father was there. They're all like the coach was saying that he all, like say can see Josh already know how to win already, but he's just waiting. Then he decided to talk to the other boy and say, "I'll give you a draw." Like reach out the hand and say, "I'm offering you a draw." And the other boy who's you know filled with contempt say, "What? What are you doing? I'm winning this port." He say, "No, I'll give you a draw," and he say, "No," and you know what? Josh beat him. So so when we talk about winning failure if josh took a draw from him to get a win share a grand prize or whatever is that failure what is failure that if this boy beat him like like so for me like that 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 movie like taught me so much about what it means to teach my kids or what it means to about winning and losing mm -hmm. what it means to fail because before this scene you know Josh purposely throw his game away because he's so tired of like, you know, have to fight against their opponents and be enemies and stuff. He throw it away. And then he got to, you know, his father let him just enjoy the game for the enjoying of the game, not just about winning. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, and so that's really taught me about like, what does it mean when I teach my kids about winning? Is it, do I, do I have to hate everybody I race against that I'm better than them? You know, the world will tell us that's one way of winning, but that's another way. Mm. And and Josh somehow far, find another way by offering a draw. Amazing for me. I think hearing you say that also reminds me that society generally positions it as a win-lose. Uh, right? Yeah. But there is also, like what you say, win-win. Mm -hmm. Both parties can win without being at the expense of the other party. Mm. And if we start to reframe success and failure like that, then failure wouldn't have that negative stigma. I mean, if we just look at the academic system, it's bell curve what? For you to be number one, someone <laughs> must be at the end, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I never so, understood that, but I know. Because my friends that study in Australia say there's no such thing as bell curve. It exactly. can be a whole generation of A students because yeah. they're all that good. No, exactly. by objective exactly. standards. Yeah, yeah, but and and there can be a whole generation no. of Bs. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, must yeah. have your fails in order to have your A's. So <laughs> someone always has to lose in order for someone Sounds else to win. win. But if we mm. reframe that, it starts from everything. It starts from our kids uh, when in at home. It starts from like, you know, sharing toys. Must be one, the older kid or the younger kid win and have the toy and not the other man. Why can't they play together? The little things like that. To the schools, how are you, you know, making and fostering this environment and then later on in life. I think we have to be careful of rewarding just participation Mm -hmm. and making it such that when we don't allow our kids to fail, then how will they learn? I feel a lot as a kid. Mm. as a student and I learned so much from that fear. it was all my repeated failures I mean the last episode we talked about it right I cannot sing cannot <laughs> so many different type of failures that made me learn so much more and realize things about myself that I never knew and that made me very resilient and today I'm proud to say I am I think most people would most followers who have you know watched me uh, for the last couple of years as well would attest to the fact that I don't give up mm. I'm very I have a lot of grit yeah. So something I want to teach my kids. But how do you teach grit? You yeah. to let them fail, right? And then yeah. you just make sure that the more they fail, the more they don't give up. Because mm. once they give up, that's the end of it, right? We look at, let's say, so like prior to this, I was 20 kg heavier and I lost 20 kg in less than one year. Most people give up before they see the weight loss because it's too difficult. But because I learned from all my failures as a kid, I don't give up in my career. I don't give up in my weight loss. I don't give up in a lot of things that I set out to do because I learned that as a kid in the safe space. If schools start giving out matters like that, then where is the safe space for our kids to learn how to fail? Fair. That's a fair point. Very, very good point. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But I want to flip the whole discussion, right? As you always do. Yeah, as I always do. That's <laughs> my profession, yes. So I think there's also another phenomenon where people take pride in their failure to a level where they do not process it. Okay? okay. Where it's like, fail. Oh, okay lah, fail lah. You know, uh, failure is a mother of success. No, failure just tells you you fail, right? Uh, eventually, you got to find a way out, then the mother will appear, you know, but but it's it's so common these days also. It's like, oh, fail, just fail. You know, I mean, there's one side which is which is the side we talk about where people don't embrace failure. They don't they they hide they shun away from it. And then there's there's this whole other extreme where people just you know take failure as like I fail lah. Why? You know, it's like and and to me it's also kind of problematic because you don't process the failure. You don't you don't process the thought of like what went wrong. You know, like I set up to do this, it didn't achieve. Now okay, never mind. Next thing, you know, and 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 that's. I feel it's quite common also. And I don't think that's the best way to like, in a, like rejoice or embrace failure, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think that's something that when you you can walk away from something if you don't like to do it, or you're less not good at it, you know? But there's a difference between you just jumping from one thing to another, right? Because it just didn't work out the first time. 
And the reality is that most of the first time, it won't, it won't, it won't work out, right? Because you got to get better at it. You got to practice. You got to understand what went wrong. And, you know, nobody, it's just like riding a bike. No one rides a bike the first time. You have to practice. You got to get used to it. And so just like many things in life, you're right. Yeah, mm. I, I agree with it. I think for that group also, don't you feel it's a bit of like seeking validation? It is. Because society and the general um, people around them may not have helped them to come to terms with the failure. So they go on the exact opposite end. No? I yeah. feel la, so be it. La. Yeah, yeah. Right? But if they have that support system, no one can go through life being a failure. Yeah. Right. We all need to succeed. It's just that success comes in different forms, in different means, different mm. levels. And if you're only what you always fail and then you make your identity as a failure, cannot be, right? Then what you fail in making money so you're poor. No, you fail in being healthy so you are unhealthy and you, you die faster. Yeah. You know, it can't, you have to succeed. But it's more about like, you know, really striking that nice balance. Yeah. But but you we do we are agreeable that it's quite a common phenomenon. It's right? becoming more common. But yeah. I see it as it's a symptom that they're just acting out because they're not getting the support that they need to process this failure and hence it's just easier to just throw in a towel and be proud of it. Mm. Like, I don't care what you say. I don't care what exactly, you think. Exactly, exactly. It's like a feel. thing. It's like a people wear... Yeah, it's my life. Who are you to judge yeah, me? And, and for me, for me, it's different when you, when you, when you de- redefine success and as opposed to when you fail and you wear it as a badge. You know, because if you redefine success, then okay, because now your basis of thought or your basis or your parameter of success has shifted so i don't need that condo i'm very happy with my htp it's fine but i think deep down you know? they probably know yeah, it's so, just that on the surface it may not look like that because they're just seeking validation yeah, and, from and people who have exactly and that's the nuanced divergence right whether is it do you truly have you truly shifted your success such the your parameter of success such that you feel peace with this new place or mm-hmm. you're just like building this like batch of failure you know, to just say, yeah, you know, it's like that one, lah, you know, and then you just kind of shun away from it as a, yeah. as a shield. And I, I find that problematic this is always too. not about being the extreme, right? You're not never yeah. going to succeed all the time. So you also acknowledge that your success is not mm. 100%. But neither should you be feeling 100% of the time. It's really about striking and coming so, to that nice balance. Yeah. So how would you embrace and process failure? For me, it's redefining what failure means. So... I heard this from a friend recently. I thought it really captures the idea. Fail means first attempt in learning. <laughs> and I love it because every failure really is an yeah, experience, it's right? To, it's an experience to help you learn something about yourself or about the process, environment. And as you learn all these things, you learn more knowledge. With more knowledge and more skills, you then become better and hence you succeed better. Mm. So if we look at that, I mean, even Thomas Edison didn't, invent the light bulb on his first attempt, right? But he has this really lovely quote, which I love. He said, like, every time I feel taught me one way that I, uh, of how exactly not to do right. it. Yeah. 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 First attempt in learning. Failure. First <sighs> attempt in learning. What yeah, about, how do you, it's hard. Like, I mean, how do you process failure? Like you say, right? Failure, or sometimes the failure is so painful that it's so shameful that you want to just run away. Yeah, and you, you build yeah, all sorts you build of it, you just hide it, right? Yeah. You know, and so... I think for me, I look at, like you say, I look at times where I have experienced, where I feel I suck at something and I did it over and over again that I have able to overcome. So for me, it's swimming. So as I mentioned before, for my Ironman, I got to swim like 3.8 kilometers. And when I first started training, I couldn't swim more than like one 
100 meters in the pool, <laughs> freestyle. And I was panting. I was like dying. I was like, oh man, I think I need help. So I went to see our coach, took our swimming class and the, and the coach split us into three groups. <laughs> the fast group, the slow group, and me on myself because I'm the slow I'm slower than the slow so like you know the fast group will be swimming and the coach will give us some pain the slow group the slow group will be swimming and you know for me I'm just learning to kick you know but that process of keep going to the pool morning before work and after work and then go see the coach you know within three months of keep doing that I was able to swim like I guess like 500 meters kilometer doesn't really matter but once I hit like you know swimming 500 meters I realized 3.8 kilometers is doable because now I have picked up like you say the skills I know what to do or what not to do to be able to move on and so progress or what yeah (laughs) and you you (laughs) say and so and so when I ever struggle with something that oh I'm not good at I have I look back at that experience and say you know what like you say, I think it's those experiences where it help us grow and persevere for whatever that I'm working on. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think parents and teachers play a very big role. Yeah, of like in not necessarily validating failure, but validating how the person who has felt uh felt is currently feeling, supporting them through it, and helping giving them that safe space to admit and be vulnerable so that we can then step in to help them to learn. Because without that, then the onus falls on the individual themselves to pick themselves up from failure, figure out what is this lesson and move on. But not everyone may have the capacity to do that. Sometimes we need someone to help and guide us along. And at the same time, while creating that safe space, so I think this ties back to the previous episode, right? Like you being a stay-home dad, when you build that relationship with your daughters, they'll be more inclined to go to you than you know to shut up and not tell oh, you that yeah. you feel. Yeah, so that relationship helps. But it also requires society and schools to stop celebrating success as much. Mm. I, I really think that shooting my idea very good. You know, every time someone I for you, I for you. make that person write a reflection or an essay on why they succeeded. Mm-hmm. And then you can break down the factors and then it kind of, you know, makes failure not that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it will also be less of a stigma. People will feel less vulnerable. And I really think that's how we can reframe and teach our children, hey, it's really okay to fail. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I broadly agree. I would say like, when I feel the failure, I will embrace that shame. Yeah. You know, like it's like it's like envy. Everybody make envy sound so evil. But for me, envy is just a great signal to tell me I actually want that shit. Mm. <laughs> you know? I actually like, don't feel shame. Yeah, it's like, wow, I really <laughs> want that shit, yeah. You know, I I I I'm failing at this, but I really want it. If I don't feel the shame, that means I don't give about it, right? I don't care about it. I think also because you can yeah. deal with the shame. For me, I can't. No, I, I hate that sensation. No, so it's, it's, I learned not to even feel shame when I feel. Okay, okay, yeah. So, so, and to me, that is also just a way of processing it. Yeah, right. Correct, it, it's correct. just how you process it. Uh, I'm okay to sit with it, you know. But sometimes it gets to me, and I ask myself, "Why do you feel like that?" Yeah, the self processing. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. Why do you feel like that? It's always, it's always back to that question. Why do you feel this way? And then, you know, uh, depending on how deep you want to go, and then be like, okay, because I feel like I'm being looked at like that, you know, society is viewing me this way, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's always been about being retrospective about yeah, your feelings. Yeah, and, and I think I think that is a two-part process, right? First, first part is to recognize how you're feeling and why is it shameful or like 
like all the emotions that you feel that's the first part you work with that emotion and then the second part we go back to the strategy why it did not work mm. right and and then we we regroup from there you know and and if it really just is not possible then you have to change your goals on yeah. some level and once you shift your goals then you know pretty much you don't feel it as much you know but but i would say give it a shot lah. because yeah. if you keep changing your goals then what are you really setting out for I think like to wrap this up as well, it's very hard to expect society to ever rejoice yeah. or failure. But the least we can yeah. do is try to remove the stigma that comes with it and provide that safe space, that learning space for children especially to mm. learn because that's the our first brush with failure yeah. has to come from this safe space so that we are more equipped to deal with it later on in our lives. Mm. Yeah, I think I think part of you, you know, and you were sharing that is that we need a community, right? I don't expect everybody, you know, to celebrate my failure or, or help me analyze or go through that shameful process. But we need like maybe one or two friends, yeah, right? Or that, parents. Or parents able to like just journey with us along the way, mm-hmm. you know, where where instead of just say, yeah, just ignore it or run away because it's so easy to run away. Even for me, my, my, my tendency to be conflicts or failure is like, oh, too much. I'm walking right? out of this, yeah. You know, watch a YouTube video or whatever, go, yeah. on, go on Netflix, right? just 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 block it up and, and move on to the life. Of course, you can live life like that. Of course, you can. But the thing is, you know, like, do you really want to do that? And 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 I think, at least for me, I'm old enough to come to a point where like, Hey, there's some things that I used to be feel shameful, afraid of. Now I want to face them now instead of running away because I've always been doing this way and I don't like it this way. Mm. There must be another way. Correct, correct. <laughs> there must be another way. I gotta figure it out, right? So and I like your story of the swimming thing because yeah. I think like the bigger your failure, the more your chances of really breaking through and succeeding. If you, for example, feel PSLE or you did really badly then later on you succeed in life you become a you know successful entrepreneur or a straight A student you own that achievement feeling even more isn't it mm. it's more fulfilling than if all your life you just coasted through and just never failed yeah and, and, and that's a big part of why Wally even said that right it's like so many people they never fail in their lives ever they're, they're born into the right family they get the right internships they get all the resources they never fail and then a small little thing crash their life yeah exactly because they never never because failed the, it the, yeah the fear uh, of failure yeah. The, the shame of failure. The shame. Yeah, Fear yeah. is one thing, right? Shame yeah, is shame. another level. Like, right? Yeah, just going back to that movie I was talking about, searching for Bobby Fisher. You know, when the, the grandmaster teacher was so strong on telling the boy you should show contempt, is because he was telling the father that, you know, if he if Josh fail, you know, Josh loses a tournament, it will bring like it will just bring crash shame him. to the family. Yeah, it will crash him down or something like that. He will he'll be so low he cannot get back up. But when you look at George, he, he lost games, but he just came back up again. But so my deduction is that the grandmaster is actually fear of failing, fear mm. of losing so much that he cannot face that shame of losing. And he doesn't want Josh to do that. And I think going back to what you say is that how do we encourage or have an environment where kids can fail without feeling shame so yes. that you can help them to reflect and do better next time, mm. right? Continue to grow, right? It could be anything, personal development or technical yeah. skills or academics. Yeah. But but he's a grandmaster, you yeah. Know? yeah so, <laughs> but still, like, yeah, but yeah. the funny thing is, even at a grandmaster level, right? Mm. He still feel a failure, yeah. feel the shame of failure, yeah. right? And I think this is, I mean, we all have that, right? Like, 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 still on, on, like, when I'm gonna race on, in in April, like, of course, I don't want to lose per se. I'll, I'll be the, you know, not 
you know, not going to complete it, right? Of course, there's that fear of it, right? But, you know, but it's also learning how to journey in that because in life, you have those, right? Fear of not, you know, getting a job, fear of not hitting that, you know, I don't know, the, and it's all about the, the how revenue. You it. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's how you journey through that fear without running away, right? Because you can yeah. run away, you can do other stuff, you can, you know, drink or smoke or whatever, do whatever to, to block that off as a, as, as a shield, right? Like coping, you say, yes. a coping mechanism, right? mm. which is not so healthy. Yeah. Or rather, how do we turn it around, face it and be be real with it? I think the other thing also we have to recognize is that if we continue to let things be status quo, the shame can really be too much for some people. Yeah. These people will just end up hiding it. Yeah. Right? Like imagine the child who is too afraid and too ashamed that he failed because his parents are both really smart and straight A people. Then he's not going to let their, his parents see and, you know, sign that, yeah, 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 because it's a fail, right? What would he do? Forge the signature law. Very common, right? But if. I've shame, done that, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> but if shame is not that bad and mm. you have that safe space, you can, like, mom, dad, I'm sorry, I've. I feel on my math test. I feel like I am not as smart and I feel bad because you guys are so smart. And if he's allowed to break down and be vulnerable like that and the parents can step in and say, it's okay, son, mm. you know, things happen and share their own stories. I think that's such a, a supportive environment. Then yeah. the person will learn how to deal with shame better. But yeah. the problem now is that these conversations and these instances are not happening. We're protecting too much. So with yeah. all those medals and all, is it really necessary? We need to let our kids experience shame and learn from it so that failure mm. in their beginning years teaches them and gives them all these soft skills so that later on when it comes and the parents can't be around with them or for them, they are well equipped to deal on their own. Yeah. 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 And, and I would think for a lot of our listeners... Um, it's also about reparenting yourself. Yeah. Mm. You know, I mean, it's always about like, oh, kids, you know, next generation. But trust me, if you don't reparent yourself, right, the problem is going to pass out to the next generation. It's true. Right? So what they call break the cycle, right? Yeah. Or like reparenting yourself. Um, it's so complicated. I mean, it could be like a whole season of discussions. Um, but yeah, if you if there was one thing that I would recommend you to do, be a little bit more gracious with yourself. Mm-hmm. give yourself a bit more space you know uh, don't be so hard society already very hard on you <laughs> you know uh, there's a lot of expectations and sometimes if you need a breather then breathe lah. Mm-hmm. right don't need to keep hustling you know and you get alienated lah. you alienate yourself so sad for me I would say yeah. like even if no one validates your failure um, I think it's really just reframing just keep telling yourself fail is first attempt in learning I find that really powerful yeah. and just remind yourself that it's okay Yeah, it's great if you can get some pe- people to support you and validate your feelings mm. to, to reduce the shame and, and negative emotions that you feel but if there's no one like you I think today the beautiful things is that there are forums you can be anonymous right and you'll find someone to support yeah, right? support and, group yes. yeah and if really really don't have like a bit hard believe but if really really don't have then be that kind person for yourself. Yeah. I like that. Keep any like that. last, any last words? words for our adults in the house, <laughs> you know, that are thinking, uh, yeah, how to process this failure? Or what is one thing you would say to your daughters about failure? You know, I, I would love to teach them that, like, you can, like you say, like, even if you fail, you can stop and after you fail, you you reflect and you analyze on what you did well or not did well, or what could be done better to improve. You know the, those little steps, right? Because that's what I do with triathlon. I always, you know, I finish a race, I say what's good, what's not good, how can I do better, 
and and I think is able to have that not be so overwhelmed by the shame mm. and not be so overwhelmed by the negative feeling of failing or not doing what you expect, but rather able to overcome that. I would love to teach them that. That's what I love to teach. But how do you teach them that? Right? That's the hard part, right? I wish you know this. You know this is the million dollar question, and I think part of that is me showing them how to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you know, I'm not a, I'm not a gifted athlete in any sense, but I love triathlon so much that I would work hard over and over and do it. And I think that is the best way I can teach them and show them. Yeah, you know, I think you're being a role model yeah, normalizing and, those and, failures And like you said, you right? give them a space where they can feel shame about not able to make a grade or not able to do something and yet not condemn them. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what I try to do. Am I good at doing that? I would say I could do better. Sometimes I do good. Sometimes I, you know, if I raise my voice to show some sort of disapproval, they'd be upset, right? So I try not to, you know, but but I think that would be the best thing I can do for my kids. Yeah, yeah. I think also sometimes you might remember fear, something we didn't talk about is that some failures are, are a sign for you to stop. <laughs> Maybe it's you're true. not cut off for and that, so, right? So, so it's hard to teach your kids, right? When, you know, this is, may not be it for you and that's yeah. okay. Exactly, exactly. Like, you like, cannot play a music instrument, that's fine. Yeah, Nobody cannot okay. be you, know? you, okay. you want to be a singer but you, you your voice not very okay. good. It's okay, just fail. Yeah. It's, it's okay, yeah. that's may not your strength. Go for a project no to work to out, get kicked out in the initial else. round. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's true. So, so failure yeah. can, be a, can be a teacher in both sense, right? Yes, exactly. How to persevere or how to, you know, change path. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I didn't keep feeling math, then I wouldn't have gone down other subjects and specialized in that. And then the irony is that life threw me back in the math zone. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. but yes. What is one thing that you guys would do differently to reframe failure or you think could be done to help remove the shame that people face in schools when it comes to failure? Share with us in comments below. Yeah, yeah. And if that was the last thing that I could give you, I think everybody needs a safe space to heal. Mm. and if you don't have that in your life already maybe you want to extract yourself out of your current life there's mm. some value in that there's some value in that so yeah forums forums yeah alright nice. see you next week bye bye, bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.